Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. Welcome in, Kicking Back with the Cooks 2023. And Coach Cook, can you believe it's 2023? Actually, I was signing a, a evaluation for one of my assistant coaches that I have to do, and I kept messing it up trying to write 23 because it was like 22, 21. So, so yeah, it is 23, and, yeah, it's weird to write 23 on the date. I still feel like I'm living in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> That's, just, was that COVID? It's on loop. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was so, COVID year. On loop, okay. So, no, excited. We started uh, uh, first, uh, today is what, today is Wednesday. Monday we started our first workout, first beach practice yesterday. So got six new players, and uh, it's half our team's brand new. So it's, it's exciting. And we are going to be diving into all of those details. But first, I want to ask you, any regrets from 2022? Um, or anything you would have done differently? You know, um, that's a good question. I have to think about that one. I haven't thought about that because I'm, you know, we moved on. But uh, there's always there's always things we would have done differently. You know, hindsight's always 2020. 20. Uh, but anything big, I don't know. I, I feel like we did a really good job coaching. Uh, I think we we had challenges with our lineup, but we got in a really good lineup. We're the number one defensive team in the country. We've never done that before. Uh, you know, it's really hard to do when you're in the Big Ten because you're playing so many great teams. Typically, the best defensive team in the country is from like some conference you've never heard of because you know they're not playing high-level competition. You know, we're playing against the best in the country, so uh, that was a major achievement. And uh, did it end like we wanted to? No, uh, but I also think some years you you know a lot of, everything has to go right to get to a Final Four to a regional final and and. You got to have a lot of things go right, and you know we we had a really heartbreaking injury right at the end, which I think really really impacted our team. But I loved how some of our players stepped up, and um, uh, so it was bittersweet year. But I really feel like we we maxed out really well and did a good job. And statistically, we were better in every category from last year to this year. So uh, I thought we made improvement, and now now we. We reinvent Nebraska volleyball with a lot of new players. Was that the most amount of turmoil you've faced in a season from lineup changes to system changes to injuries? I mean, the list goes on. Um, it was a very challenging year uh, in that regard because we kind of had a plan going in and then we had to adjust. And, you know, I always say the great ones adjust, but uh, things didn't go like we envisioned them going. And so so but again I think we as a staff we did a nice job we really worked through things we got our players to buy in we we maxed out our talent I think uh, you know getting a lot of pl good players on the court I mean everybody played at least at least I hear anybody about not complaining about not playing because pretty much everybody played <laughs> so and, and you know some big matches and you know even the f two freshmen Hayden and Maisie I mean Maisie ended up playing a ton at the end and Hayden you know had a great match against Creighton when we needed her. So it's, uh, 
so in that regards, it, it was a fun year from that because everybody really contributed. And, um, you know, Maggie Mendelson played two different positions uh, for us and played in some huge matches. And we got, she helped get us a great win on the road at Michigan. So it's, uh, but yeah, I've never, we've never been moving players as much as we moved this past year. So you can't think back to a year in your coaching career that this year or this last year was comparable to with how many changes occurred? No, nope, I can't. Um, really, the the year that the the one year that kind of resembles this was 2003, and ironically, we tried to run a, a 6-2 that year, and uh, it and we had a lot of players coming in and out. That was Christina Hotelling's freshman year. She was a middle, and she was hurt. We had some other players that got hurt. Uh, so it was, you know, kind of reminded me of that year, and, and I think it ended up about the same. We ended up doing pretty well. I don't. I think we finished second in the Big 12 at the time, and then ended up. Uh, uh, I think we lost in the third round of the tournament. So, kind of reminded me of that year a little bit, and, and we had a great rebuild and reinvent after that, and went on a heck of a run. So the season ends, and then the postseason begins, and all moving parts, changes happening. First of all, Ani Evans enters the transfer portal. Can you touch on that? Yeah, Ani, um, there's, there's some good things and bad things about the portal. It does, the, the bad thing is it makes it easy to you know, just move. So, but that's the way it is. The good thing is, is for somebody like Ani, it creates a, a, a great situation for her. She's graduating in May. We have a freshman setter, Brigham Riley, coming in. Uh, you know, and Kennedy's still here. So again, we're we're back to a lot of lot of setters. So Ani, based on you know her development and improvement and getting to play this year a lot, uh, opened a lot of doors for her. She's going to graduate in May. She wants to. She has a very specific major. She's going after a master's degree in public administration. She would like to be on the East Coast. A lot of the schools in the East Coast offer that because I think she would like to go work for the government and go overseas and work with people in other countries and help them. Um, and so she has a chance to get her master's. She still has two years left, so she can get her master's. She could potentially get a scholarship. And uh, it works out great for her. So uh, that one, that transfer makes a ton of sense. We're ha happy for Ani that she's put herself in this position. And she's visiting schools this spring and will you know, find a place. and. Uh, uh, it's going to work out great for her. She's going to get a master's in what she wants. And we don't offer that here at Nebraska. So it's, that's another reason for her. It makes a lot of sense for her to transfer. Then Merritt Beeson commits. She leaves Florida. That was huge news because she was a, a key part of that team and their success. Six rotation, right side player. Uh, talk us through how, how that all worked out and her visit and why she decided to become a Husker. Well, we, uh, at the end of the year, we have player meetings. And um, so that's when Ani came in and said, this is what I want to do. And then uh, Whitney also came in and said that she was done with volleyball. And uh, uh, so we, we so had. Hold we, on. So you, you knew Whitney was leaving before, before her announcement, everything happened, before Merritt committed, correct? Oh, yeah, way before. OK, OK. So. As the portal goes, the, the portal open. I, I can't remember. The portal opened early December, I think. And so we were like, okay, we got to find another player. It would be nice if we could find an opposite. And uh, 
so because we'd like to move Lindsey Krause back to the left side and uh, in fact I made her a promise that we would you know if she a played, pinky promise a pinky promise if she played right side <laughs> in the 6-2 you know we'd move her you know this year we'd move her back to the left so um, again that's why she I was so proud of her you know and I compliment her during the season that you know she was really doing whatever this team needed and I think she did a great job with it so when he came so wait, in, she she wants to be a left side. Yes, yeah, that's her okay. natural position. We just moved her okay. to the right out of need, and um, you know, and then we went to the six-two. You got to have two right side players. So anyway, Winnie came in right after the season and said, you know, she was was ready to to be done with volleyball, and um, so we started looking in the portal, and about a week later, Merritt's name came up, and. Funny story to all this is, so when I, this, in the summer when Merritt was on the USA team with Becca and Maggie and Le Lexi, um, I went and watched a practice and Merritt's, you know, in their training and I'm like, I light up Jalen, why didn't we recruit Merritt Beeson? I said, what, what's she doing in Florida and why didn't we recruit her? Because I was really, really impressed with her, and that was just the. One, and then I saw her play when they played. They beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin. She played great, and then she came in the portal. So we right away. I mean, she, her name popped up, and I think 20 minutes later, you know, we were on the phone with her, and uh, said, "Hey, Merritt, here's the situation. We just lost a right side player. We we have a great opportunity. Would you would you want to visit?" And she was on a plane the next morning. And then uh, she went through her two other visits, uh, and then I think, you know, I was three or four days. She just went bang, 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 and then uh, she made a decision, decided to come to Nebraska, and um, really, really enjoyed her. She she roped the dummy on the second try, so that's pretty good. Laney <laughs> Laney Choby roped it on the no, I'm sorry, Laney took two tries. No, Merritt roped it on the first try. So when that happened, I knew like the lightning bolts hit. We're in the vanny. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is uh, good, good uh, karma right here for Merritt roping that dummy on the first try after a you know 90 second lesson on how to rope. Did she say why she picked Nebraska? Because you mentioned she went on some other visits. She, uh, uh, well, first of all, you know, as you know, being on a volleyball team, a lot of connections are really, really important. And she played with Becca, Maggie, and Lexi, so she already knew those guys. And then she knew some of our other freshmen that are here uh, from previous USA teams. So she already had this kind of built-in connection uh, and felt really comfortable here. We had a great visit. Um, we did some really cool things on the visit, you know, that we've never done before just because of the timing of it. When we, school was getting out, uh, it was everybody's getting ready to go on Christmas break. So we had to be really creative. We did a couple really cool things that ended up turning out great. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we loaned her an Adidas jacket. I think she really liked that because, again, she, she really didn't have a jacket. <laughs> I mean, she's from Alabama and she was going to school in Florida. So that was the one thing I was worried about was, um, you know, would the cold bother her? And, um, but anyway, she's, yeah, she's it just, it was a great, one of the best visits we've ever had. We had a great time. It just felt really, really natural. And I think she felt very comfortable here. The great ones adjust. She's adjusting to the yep. cold weather. Yep. <laughs> so she's got, she doesn't have the Carhartt like you have, but she's got Adidas jacket. She's got the earmuffs. 
the thing that goes around your head, the, the beanie, and gloves. So they, they do a nice job of taking care of them. So it, I don't see how you get cold here with all that. You touched on Whitney announcing that she was, was leaving or stepping away from the volleyball team. Anything more you can say on that? No, I, I think you know Whitney did a statement, and and uh, you know it's we're bummed. Cause, I mean, she was really enjoyed having her on the team and and coaching her, and uh, she was really really improving. But you know, it's for whatever reasons that she has that that those are her reasons that uh, you know she's wants to move on and needs other things. So, uh, you know, it's hard to play, be a Division One athlete at this level. There's a lot, a lot that is required and it takes a lot out of you. And, and if, you don't, if you don't have everything to give to it, it's, it's hard. And uh, so, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens, but she's still in school. She wants to get her degree. And um, so it's, uh, you know, and maybe she, that's, you know, I hope, I hope she continues to stay in school and get her degree and then, and then go from there. Five new freshmen, plus, well, six technically because we because of merit, but five new freshies, Bergen, Harper, Laney, Andy, and Caroline. How are they adjusting, and uh, what are your first thoughts of them as, I guess, officially college freshmen? Well, um, they're working really hard. They're really focused, just based on the few days I've seen them. We start at Beach, and first day of beach was might have been the best beach first day of beach we've ever had uh so these guys can play and even though the sand makes you look awful when you first get in it they they were making it look pretty good um just two of them have already gotten in trouble so that's i like that because that just shows you they're they're just they got some spunk so, so but kelly uh -oh. deal kelly deals with that stuff so i don't have to be the bad guy and uh, but you know, typical freshman, they somebody always gets in trouble the first week, and you know it, we teach from it. Um, but they're, they're a very spunky, lively, big personalities, and talented group. Hey, you'll never learn if you don't make mistakes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the last update I want to touch on is Maddie Kubik, Caitlin Horde decided to go and play pro. I believe Caitlin went to Romania. Maddie is in Puerto Rico. What updates do you have there? Well, uh, Caitlin went to Romania and got off to uh, got hurt the first practice, so that that was tough. So she's I think she's getting ready to come back from that. But so far, she seems like she likes it. They're treating her very well. She's already been to Paris, so uh, you know traveling around Europe which has been great. Maddie's in Puerto Rico. They had their first scrimmage, and she's going to play against Kelly Schwarzenbach's team, I think, Saturday night in a scrimmage. So Maddie's in a great setup. You've been to Puerto Rico. She's down on um, Isla, Isla something where the, you know, you were down there for a while staying in a hotel. You know, there's, there's the, the one big beach, and then there's this other area where the shopping centers are, and it's a beach as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I, it's Isla something. In San Juan. Yeah. So she's in San Juan, which that's the best place to be because you're around everything. Um, Did you figure out, is she playing with Gina Mancuso? Yeah, and Gina Mancuso got, I think they lost somebody. So they called, Gina had played for this team before and they called her and she showed up. So. Wow. <clears throat> I, so she, Maddie, she had got there the one day I was talking to Maddie this about a week ago and 
Sheena Mancuso is going to play on that team. So we've got two Huskers down there, and um, uh, Val Valentin, uh, is Valentina, the setter, the Puerto Rican setter that's about 38 years old. Nat Natalia. Natalia. Sorry, Natalia. Nat Natalia Valentina, I think, is her name. But she married a guy. I don't think she's 38. She's pretty old <laughs> for volleyball, but. She married a guy from Omaha. Yeah, so she's been living in Omaha, and she was, I think she's showing up there this week as a setter. She's a really good setter. So uh, Maddie's excited to play with her, and, you know, she was national team setters, played in a lot of big matches, played overseas, but she ended up marrying a guy from Omaha and lives in Omaha, so that's kind of, that's pretty cool. You get three Nebraska connections on one team in Puerto Rico. That'll be a and, good and, team. And Kaylin has no Americans, uh, all international. She's the only American, so that'll be a big adjustment for her, but she says everybody's really, really nice, and they all speak English, which is good. Um, that is, that's helpful. Yeah. And then, you know, Kenzie Knuckles is uh, working for 1890, so I have my first meeting with her on Friday to get an update, and she wants to meet with me, so we'll see <laughs> what that's about. So I got former Did players. Did she have knee surgery? Yeah, she had knee surgery, and she's rehabbing with Jolene. And uh, uh, she's coaching club, rehabbing with Jolene, and working for 1890. So she's super busy and uh, great transition for her. And then Nicklin, um, we had our first beach practice yesterday. So Nicklin served balls for two hours straight. Because <laughs> we, we go two practices. And so she had to serve balls off a box for two hours straight. So we're at the end of practice, I go, Hey, Nicklin, I hope your shoulder's sore tomorrow so you feel like what it's like to really coach. <laughs> and, Did she have to ice it? Uh, she, she was like walking out, like shaking it. And then, and then there was a water <laughs> bottle. So I said, you know, Nicklin, you got to pick up that water bottle. It's one of the Huskers left it here. So, so I said, you know, isn't this fun? You get to pick up after these guys. So uh, just get, welcome to coaching. <laughs> She Poor did, she, she did great. She raked the court, sand court after the practice. And so she's really jumping into embracing, you know, what our GAs do and kind of, you know, the, the ground floor of, uh, uh, of coaching. And, and I, I, ironically, the, her dream job is to coach at Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt hasn't had volleyball and just started it. They hired the Kentucky assistant, Anders as a head coach and I know she's had one interview with them and I think they're going to hire they're hiring slowly because they don't I don't think they play for another year start playing and then I think they don't become official till 2025 maybe um, so I think she would really like to work at Vanderbilt because she's from Tennessee it's Nashville she would be great because she has great connections there so we're hoping she could parlay this into her first coaching job and, and one of your other GAs got hired somewhere, correct? Yeah, Remy uh, got hired at Arizona. So, uh, and everybody else is uh, back. So it's, it's, that's one of the other things about at the end of the year, you know, there's all these new opportunities for players that finish in our program for them to start. So we got one goes in coaching, one's in 1890 doing something, you know, brand new, and then two continue to play professionally. So. That's an, that's an exciting time. Anything you're looking forward to for next season? Um, there, uh, well, I'm looking forward to building this team, you know, and, and we have, everybody can play and there's gonna be some great competition. So I'm looking forward to watching these guys go at it. 
you know, when we get in the gym. So that's one thing that I'm fire, you know, I'm excited about. Uh, we're going to do some, um, we've got some things we're working on that uh, have never been done before. So we'll, we'll talk more about that down the road. But, you know, we never want to stay the same and we never want to assume we got it figured out. So we got some epic things that, that are in the works. And I love that, that I know. I don't even have to ask you because I already know. You only know like this much. There's a lot uh, more. I know like this much. Uh, yeah, well, there's, there's uh, <laughs> anyway, it's going to be fun. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll be talking about that here in, maybe in February. Did you make a New Year's resolution? Um... I don't remember if I did, but no, one of the things that I challenged myself and Jalen and Kelly is we got to reinvent ourselves every year. And so we're going to reinvent this team. We're going to ask our players to reinvent um, and to work on things to get better. Uh, and, and then we got to do the same as coaches. So I'm just trying to, um, I've got some, I'm trying to read. I've got some um, things online, masterclass that I'm watching that you can pull up all these very successful people and they teach classes on certain things. So right now I'm on Mike Krzyzewski right now. He does a, he's on there for three hours talking about coaching, which is great. But you can also learn how to barbecue to uh, Richard Branson's on there, teaches classes. Uh, President Clinton teaches classes about leadership. So there's a lot of very interesting people. So just trying to stimulate my brain, learn. Um, read a couple of good books already, and um, and then of course I do, you know, a ton of speaking. So preparing that and interacting with the state. I just did my first talk this morning. It was awesome, and just interacting, sharing Nebraska volleyball, but also trying to inspire people and and just be a better coach. Are you still on your cold plunge, cold shower kick? Yes. Okay. It makes a difference, right? It's unreal. It's unreal. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to start going transitioning from the cold shower into our cold tub, and that uh, that's my um, next transition. Because in the cold tub, you get all the way up to your neck. You know, in the shower, right. you can kind of move around. So, <laughs> but there's something to it. So you do it in the morning. Yep. You do, how how long are you up to now? Over I'm, a minute. I'm up to a minute thirty. Nice. Yeah. And it just uh, how would you? We're both doing it, by the way. Uh, I just feel like it gives you more energy. It shocks your system. You feel better. I I, I don't know how else to explain the benefits, but it's life changing. It's you're you're absolutely right, and there is scientific evidence, and that's again listening to podcasts. Uh, there's Dr. Huberman out of Stanford is really big on this and uh, there's scientific evidence how this impacts you so i'm hoping we can get mike elliott going on it because you know we got him on <laughs> we got him on mud water and all these other things getting him off coffee now the next thing is the is the cold cold plunge oh gosh i would pay money to see mike do a cold <laughs> plunge <laughs> so lauren i got asked this question today speaking i uh, i won't say where i spoke today uh very high-level crowd, a uh, very successful company in Lincoln. And we did a question and answer at the end. And they asked me about the benefits or the down pitfalls of the NIL. 
And they actually said, it would tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I talked a little bit about the ugly part of it, which is players moving and, you know, illegal recruiting going on. Uh, the ugly part of it is, you know, it's hard to, to build a team. And you asked me what, I, what's, what I'm excited about. This, we got a core group. We have no seniors. So this core group has the potential to stay together for two years. So that's what's exciting is to see this, this group now. What can they do over the next two years? How much can we improve? And now the question is, can we keep them all together? And that's with the day and age of transfers and portal and all this. It's getting harder and harder to do that. So can we have a culture and a team that they really, really want to be a part of? And if we can do that and keep them together, we'll be very powerful. That'll, that'll be something that could give us an edge. And then there's the good part about NIL, which is um, some players that can't afford certain things, they have a chance to be able to go and get things like a car or, you know, uh, something they need for their apartment. Because, um, you know, in the old days, scholarships really, they just covered your room, board, books, and tuition. Well, now scholarships not only cover all that, but th we have what's called the 5920, which they get basically $5,920 a year. They've got the employees student opportunity fund, which they can tap into for emergency things. They get to work camps, but now they can do NIL deals. So on behalf of Coach Cook and myself, thank you to everyone who supports us month after month, uh, year after year. Now we've been doing this for a couple years. We hope you all had a very happy holiday season and we will see you again next month, which also happens to be my birthday month. So Coach Cook, maybe we do a little giveaway. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, Madden tells me every day it's her birthday. So. <laughs> because she wants a cupcake. Oh, that's what, okay. <laughs> and she wants yeah. to blow out a candle on the cupcake. So, okay. so she, she any excuse that. for a cupcake and a candle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nicklin asked me today as I was coming over here uh, if she's grown a lot and is she talking. <laughs> I oh, said, gosh. yeah, she's grown a lot and she's talking a lot. So. She's, she's putting like full-on sentences, paragraphs, and paragraphs together. I mean, she doesn't stop talking. Yeah, she, and she's still, Maddie's her favorite volleyball player, I think, right? She, yeah, she she'll, she'll randomly just yeah. out of nowhere say, go Maddie! Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm like, well, I, Maddie technically is still playing, so I guess we, we can still say that. Yeah. And then the other day she had a soccer ball, and she was kicking it around, and I said, what sport are you playing? She said volleyball. Yeah. And then I was taking a video, and she said, send, send the video to Papa. Yeah. <laughs> Start recruiting her. So. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks again, and go Big Red. All right. Thanks, Lauren.